0: I'm Maida Getman, and welcome to Infertility Crossroads. I'm a mom to donor-conceived twins, and I went through eight rounds of fertility treatment before finally becoming pregnant with my two girls. I'm also a donor conception coach and founder of the Donor Downlow, a self-paced online program for people who are at the crossroads of donor conception and wondering which path is right for them. Perhaps you're like me. You thought having a baby would be easy, yet here you are every day, week, and month having to make big, scary, and radical decisions about what your future might look like. I call it the infertility crossroads. Whether you're just getting started on your fertility journey, have been trying for years, or are headed down an alternative path, you are welcome here. Join me each week where I will walk alongside you through all the infertility crossroads. Let's dive in. Welcome back to Infertility Crossroads. I'm Maida Getman, your fertility coach who helps you navigate the difficult decision points on your infertility journey. Today I want to talk about what you can say when people ask you how they can help support you on your infertility journey. For some of us, it feels really empowering to share our stories and what's going on. For others, we're very private about our struggles. For Michael and I, we shared what was going on with a few people who were close to us that we were navigating infertility, and the people we shared with were people who loved us and hated seeing us struggle And it makes sense. It can feel really hard to watch someone you love be in pain and struggling and feeling completely helpless. It's kind of like when someone tells you that they have a sick family member or they themselves are sick. It's normal for people to say, Let me know how I can help, because they don't know how to help. What's hard is that when you're the one who's struggling, when you're the one who's grieving, A lot of times you don't know and you don't have the mental energy to come up with ways to help, let alone actually reach out. Today, I want to give you nine responses that you can say when people ask you how they can help you or help support you while you're trying to build your family. Some of these ideas may resonate with you, some may not. What I want you to walk away with though is this, ask for the help you need. Your loved ones who you've confided in want to help you. Otherwise, they wouldn't have asked or said, let me know how I can help. It's a win-win. You will get the help that you need, and you're helping your friends and family who you've confided in feel really good about contributing and making you feel better. Okay, so when someone says, how can I help? The first thing you can say is, Google how to support a loved one going through infertility. When you don't have to be the one to educate your supporters about what you're going through, they can be a much better helper and supporter to you. It's easy. All you have to do is Google how to support a loved one going through infertility. Read the articles and then follow the advice. You can even encourage them to come back to you with what they found and ask you specifically what would be helpful for you. And as an added bonus, I even have a podcast episode that you can share with them to make it even easier. I'll link episode 5 of the show five things you can do to support someone going through infertility in the show notes. Copy the link, send them a text, send it to them an email, They can listen to it and I give them the exact things that they can do there too. Okay, number two. Someone asks, how can I help? Say, listen to me talk without offering solutions. So often in an attempt to connect or try to make you or others feel better, our supporters who are listening to us jump right in with how to fix it. Even if they don't know how to fix it, they guess, which usually comes out as an insult or something super unhelpful, like, have you tried a vacation? Or, I heard that so-and-so just relaxed and they got pregnant. Obviously not helpful and something you don't want. Telling your supporters to just listen and acknowledge the challenge is usually all we need. So ask them to listen and not offer solutions or unsolicited advice. Okay, number three, ask them to come to appointments with you. Sometimes Michael couldn't come to appointments with me because he was traveling or out of town, but I didn't want to go alone either. So maybe that's your case too. Maybe there are appointments that you don't want to go to by yourself and your partner can't go with you or you're doing this on your own and you don't have a partner. If your supporters are available and you're comfortable with it, ask them to come to appointments with you. Ask them to take notes so that you can listen to what your doctor's saying and you can have someone else there who's listening. Even if they come and just stay in the waiting room, at least you don't have to be there completely alone. Okay, number four is ask for food. Infertility is exhausting. The appointments, the hormones, the emotional roller coaster, trying to live a normal life while navigating something so challenging is incredibly draining. For me, there were days when all I could muster for dinner was microwave popcorn, which isn't that helpful or healthy. But we know that we feel better when we're eating well. So ask people to bring you dinner or send you a DoorDash gift card. Having a meal that tastes good is good for you and you don't have to think about it, takes a lot of the pressure away. Number five, ask them to check in with you. I personally am the kind of person who doesn't typically reach out with challenges, but am happy to open up if someone reaches out to me and asks. I'm also the kind of person who likes to verbally process things. So asking a friend to check in with me was really helpful. It made me feel cared for and supported, and it allowed me space to talk and going back up to number two, which is if you ask them to just listen to you talk without offering solutions, it can be really valuable and beneficial. If this is you too, ask for the check-ins, but make sure you say how often you want them to check in too often. It can get annoying or not feel supportive. So. It's important to say, Hey, I'm heading into another cycle. Would you check in with me on X day or, Hey, you know, it'd be great if you could check in with me every week or something like that. Give them the boundary and ask them for what you need. And they, it's a great way for them to just jump in and help. Number six, ask them to be your communication liaison. So if you have a group of people that you've shared information with and you want to be able to keep everyone updated and informed, but you don't want to be the one responsible to do that, ask someone to be your communication person. You share the information with them and then they share the information with everyone else. This can be so helpful, especially if you have a failed cycle or things didn't go the way they were supposed to, and you personally are just really struggling. This friend or family member can keep everyone in the loop, so you don't have to take the energy to do that. It's super easy to do. You make a contact list, share it with your volunteer, and off you go. You tell them what to share and when to share it, and then they go off and do it. Number seven, organize some distraction activities for me. We all have friends who are great at organizing things. This is the perfect person to ask to help you plan activities that provide distraction and joy. It could be going to a movie. It could be a day out. It could be doing a hobby you both enjoy. These activities can provide you a mental break from the fertility journey and a way to keep you doing things that you enjoy. Sometimes it's a lot easier when someone else plans it and you just have to show up. There will be times where you don't want to go, and I get that. But I also encourage you to still get out and do these things, especially when someone else is planning it. There's accountability there. You go, you have fun, and it's a nice little break from all of the struggles and things that you're going through. Number eight is asking them... And this is a little bit opposite, so some of you this will be helpful for, some of you it won't. But number eight is, please don't ask me what's going on. I'll bring it up when I want to talk. Fertility journeys you know can be so emotionally intense. And even people who are big supporters and want to be involved, it can be too much sometimes. So if there's a person asking how they can help, and it's someone who drains your energy instead of brings you energy, or you just don't feel comfortable including them in all of the details, let them know that you'll bring it up when you want to talk about it. And then they can listen and they can support you. But that sometimes not bringing it up is really respectful of you and your boundaries and is a big help for you personally. Last but not least, number nine, can you give us money or host a fundraiser? Infertility is expensive. A lot of times money is a huge need. Now I know that this can be really hard and it can be hard to ask for money. I know because I hate asking for money. But there are people out there who would gladly donate to a GoFundMe or come to a fundraiser. There are people who would love to host something for you and to be able to contribute to your family building through helping you finance it is such a beautiful gift. So if money is something that is holding you back and is something that you really need, ask for money. Ask for them to host a fundraiser. Get your community involved. You will be surprised at how excited people are to even donate 20 bucks. It makes a big difference to you and it feels good for them. There you go. Nine ways that you can respond to the question, how can I help? Quick recap. Number one, ask them to Google how to support a loved one going through infertility or even better, listen to my podcast episode, five things you can do to support someone going through infertility. Number two, ask them to listen to you talk without offering solutions. Number three, ask them to join you for appointments. Number four, ask them to give you food or a DoorDash gift card. Number five, ask them to check in with you. Number six, ask someone to be your communication liaison. Number seven, ask someone to organize distraction activities for you. Number eight. For those who are draining your energy, ask them to not check in and let them know you will bring it up when you want to talk about it. And number nine, ask them to give you money or to host a fundraiser for you. So I want to know which one of these resonated with you, which ones didn't. Did any feel weird? Have you done any of these things? Feel free to hop on over to Instagram and let me know. I would love to hear from you. That is it for me today. Did you like the episode? If you did, will you please leave me a review? I would love to hear from you and reviews help others find me and my show. I would be incredibly grateful for your feedback. And that is it. So I will see you next week on Infertility Crossroads. Are you looking for some more support and to stay connected with me on a regular basis? make sure you have a copy of my free pdf called my doctor just said donor now what this free pdf is for you if you just had the conversation with your doctor you're thinking it might be coming or you're looking for what to do now that you've had this conversation it's an amazing resource to help you take the next right steps forward go to MetaGetman slash podcast to get your free copy. That's www.metagetman.com slash podcast to grab your copy. I am on a mission to spread my message to as many people as I can and your feedback helps. Please take a moment to leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts so I know how I'm doing and can keep bringing you exactly what you're looking for. It would mean the world to me. And make sure you're subscribed to the show. That way, the latest and greatest episodes will be delivered to you as soon as they publish. Lastly, I am not a doctor, a psychologist, or a professional in the area of fertility. I'm a person who's gone through infertility and I want to share my learnings with you and the learnings that I've gained by working with my clients. In addition, the guests that I bring on this show are sharing their own views, opinions, thoughts, and ideas. Some are medical professionals, others are not, and they're just like me. Please don't substitute any of the information shared here as medical advice. That's what the pros are for. If you want to learn more about my terms and conditions, go to my website, madeagetman.com.